The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Looming over India's capital, the Red Fort in Delhi has been a symbol of India's freedom ever since the country's first Prime Minister hoisted the Indian flag from its ramparts in 1947. Now, though, a woman living in a slum dwelling in Kolkata has staked a claim to it, saying she is the oldest surviving descendant of the last Mughal emperor of India. To find out more, Gitanjali Krishna brings us this tall story. Few historical landmarks define India's capital the way the Red Fort does. Every year, the nation's Prime Minister makes his Independence Day speech from its iconic ramparts. Thousands gather beneath the fort's massive walls of red sandstone to listen, a tradition since 1947 when the newly minted nation's first Premier Jawaharlal Nehru unfurled the national flag against a beautiful monsoon sky. Today, the Red Fort Complex is on every tourist itinerary, a UNESCO World Heritage Monument that positively pulsates with life. Outside, there's Old Delhi's chaotic traffic, flocks of pigeons and hawkers selling everything from spices to bangles to dubious antiques to souvenirs. Inside its grand old battlements, a monument and garden complex spanning over 121 acres lives and breathes. Walk along its numerous crenellations, where its founder, the Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan, once commanded his armies, and it becomes easy to see why the Red Fort has been a seat of power from the time that it was built in 1639. Later, in British India, it became a symbol of Indian independence. Shah Jahan's descendant, the 82-year-old Bahadur Shah Zafar, more a poet than an emperor, became the reluctant leader of the first Pan-Indian rebellion against colonial rule in 1857. The rebellion, now known as India's first war of independence, was defeated. Zafar was exiled to Rangoon, now Yangon in Myanmar. Red Fort fell to the British and, after independence, to the Indian government. And now, one and a half centuries later, Zafar's heirs want it all back. Meet Sultana Begum, who lives in a cramped house in a crowded slum on the outskirts of Kolkata. 
She survives on a 60 pound pension that she began receiving after her husband, said to be Zafar's great-grandson, died in 1980. Sultana says the Indian government gave a pension to her husband, Mirza Muhammad Bedar Bakht, acknowledging the fact that he was the descendant and heir of Zafar. Among the meager possessions that this unlikely royal has today is proof of her marriage to him. For years Sultana supported herself by running a tea shop. Sadly, some time ago, it was demolished to make way for a new road. Finally in December 2021, to the bemusement of Delhiites, she lodged a case in the High Court staking her claim as the rightful owner of Red Fort. The court rejected her petition as a gross waste of time, questioning why the claim was made over 150 years after Zafar was exiled to Rangoon. But Sultana is ailing and destitute, and now she plans to challenge the court's decision. If not the Red Fort itself, she says, the government at least owes her a fraction of the tourism revenues that the fort and indeed other Mughal monuments like the Taj Mahal generate today. So far her case has been met mostly with ridicule but is it fair sultana asks for the descendant of the moguls who built the red fort and taj mahal to languish in such abject poverty back at the fort hawkers continue to hawk guides continue to swarm unwary tourists out to see delhi's grandest mughal monument They might be ignorant of the fate of the historical fort that enables them their daily living, but at a time when the repatriation of antiquities is being increasingly seen as the way to right old wrongs, Sultana's claim has made many others wonder. Who does the red fort actually belong to? You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. And today's episode was written by Geetanjali Krishna and produced and edited by David Stevens. And remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye. And thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>